Hey everybody, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost. Sunny and I are coming to you from the craft room today. We're answering your crafty questions on paper crafting, life of a crafter, junk journal making. Um, let's just jump on in here. Um, okay, Kelly Bowman asks, question for you. Do you have a video that explains how to add in the smaller sheets to a journal that does not use a sewing machine? I'm going to use regular paper folded in half. My book page will be um, five by seven ish. How do I attach the binding of the journal? Thank you for all your videos. Yes, I've got a great resource for you, Kelly. Um, it's if you go to my main channel page, just type in YouTube, the paper outpost, and you're going to see a, a circle picture at the top of the long list. Click on that. That'll take you to my channel homepage and then look for um, a link called playlists. It's across the top bar, I believe near the top and look for the playlist, which is a collection of related videos called um, journal construction. Uh, covers spines and signatures. I think that's what it's called. And it's going to show you multiple ways to put together junk journals, um, such as the three-hole pamphlet stitch, which is a sewing technique but does not require a sewing machine. It's just basically needle and thread, pretty easy to do, and it can be used for any size journal. Um, there's also the elastic binding method, there's the staple method, there's um, all sorts of different ways to attach uh, your junk journal pages without using a sewing machine. So you're going to see in there a lot of videos and I think you're going to find an answer or something that speaks to you. If not, let me know and I'll help you out. Okay. Uh, Jammy Dodge asks, um, hang on, let me heart that one. Okay. Oh no, you be careful with Timu. Highly addictive and so much stuff. Yes. Um, she said it's unreal. And for me, maybe looking or say like some stencils. I'm so on my merry way to that craft area. And what do you think happens? Um, if you guessed, I went and squirreled. You're absolutely correct. Eight to nine hours later, I'm so far down the rabbit hole. I forgot what I was looking for. And my cart has over a hundred items in it. I know, I know. Beware everybody. Um, so yes, um, it's, I guess, I don't know how new it is, but there's this new site out there, which is I, I don't really know a lot about it other than I've shopped on it and yep, not sponsored by it, but so far so good. I've, I've been happy with the things I bought. I haven't really bought a lot of craft supplies. I've bought jewelry and a couple tops and things like that. And okay. I mean like, you know, not everything's like, wow, but everything's pretty, pretty darn good. So if you haven't checked it out, um, I don't even know why I'm talking about it, but it's another resource for craft supplies because I do have a craft section and I have had people mention that. So you may want to check that out if you're looking for inexpensive supplies. They don't seem to take as long to ship as AliExpress does. And um, I think it kind of cut, cuts out the middleman somehow. So maybe that's how. And I've seen some of this stuff actually for sale on Amazon and eBay and Etsy for much higher prices. So I, it looks like the same stuff to me. I don't know. Just tossing it out there. It's T as in Tom, E, M as in Mary, U as in umbrella. And, um, uh, you know, buyer beware. Um, I don't know that much about it, but... Um, yeah, I guess a bunch of us are checking it out. And uh, I don't know. Let us know your thoughts. See what you think of it. See if it's a good craft resource. Um, Nurse and Learn asks, may I ask what your gothic journal sold for? I am, I'm happy for the lucky person. It was $399. Mary Ward, where do you get all your vintage camera from? And oh, where do you get all your vintage 
a camera from Do You Buy It in Lots? I think she's she's talking about ephemera. Oh, she was probably dictating. Or the, the, the magic of the texting changed the wording. Where do you get all your vintage ephemera from? Do you buy it in lots somewhere or do you go and collect it? Thanks so much. I love watching you. Um, yes, all of the above. Um, generally, I... Uh, originally started at garage sales, yard sales, estate sales, um, antique malls, consignment shops, flea malls. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Markets, auction houses, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, Etsy, eBay. And then I started to connect with people who actually do this out there and then I tell them what I'm looking for and they help me buy um, larger lots of things. So that's that's kind of how I do it. Um, and you just sort of find your way. You find out like what you like to do. I don't go to as many garage sales and yard sales as I used to. Um, they were more hit or miss in the beginning. I really didn't have a business in the beginning. I was just looking for fun and I would ask them, do you have any of this and the old you know, black and white photos, any old letters, any, you know, just like paper paraphernalia. Do you have any old business papers? That kind of stuff. Um, And sometimes they don't think about that stuff, but they do have a pile of it. And they will go back in their houses and pull it out. I have found that. So don't rule that out. Also, don't forget to ask family and friends. They're a great resource as well as your own attic or basement. The stuff you've forgotten about. So there you go. I don't know. I hope that gives you a running start. Um, I can heart that baby. Swan Willow asks, hi, Pam and Sunbun. Um, fantastic journal. Wish I could have been the lucky new owner. Are we allowed to know how much it was? I already answered that. Um, uh, for every first time. Okay. So I think we could never find my, I could never get myself to cut up clothes, but today was the day. A viscous skirt and a stunning denim jeans. Now I'm so excited to start with my very first hardcover journal. So many ideas. That is awesome. You know, I love it when people get brave. They put their helmet on and they go for it. You know, like you just like put your helmet on and you go forward. And um, it might be cutting up a book. It might be cutting up clothes. It might be cutting up a curtain or a lace tablecloth. I know sometimes it it makes you step back and take a deep breath thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm destroying something that's beautiful that could be used. and, 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 And I love this one. Somewhere, you know, in Zimbabwe, somebody could use this algebra book. Why are you cutting it apart, Pam? Um... Because it's sitting on a dusty shelf and nobody's reading it. And if somebody doesn't come along soon and buy this algebra book, it's going to go to the book shredder and be turned into pulp. And I just think that, you know, if I'm in a thrift store or a a used bookstore or something like that, if I can find a way to free these book pages, 
to the universe so that other people can appreciate them. Maybe you haven't thought about algebra in a hundred years. I know I haven't, but it's kind of nostalgic to look back on it and you remember when and you're scratching your head and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I remember somebody saying that math was really important and I'd use it someday. And then either you're saying to yourself, oh, I use it all the time. Or you're saying to yourself, huh, I barely use it. Um, That was a farce. I don't know what camp you're in, but whatever camp, it's okay. And, uh, but it does bring back memories, doesn't it? Or, you know, I don't know, library cards, they bring back memories for me when I would actually go to the library. I mean, we didn't have Google. We didn't have all this information at our fingertips. We didn't have the ability to access, you know, the Library of Congress from home. You know, that's pretty amazing when you think about that. Um, I don't know if you can actually access it from home. I'm just assuming you can, but I'm sure there are multiple libraries that are available online and you can just, at the click of a button, the click of your mouse, if you still use mouse. (laughs) Um, So it's the plural of mouse, if it's computer mouse, mouses or mice. Inquiring minds need to know. I don't know why. I, I love... I love words and wordplay and things like that, so I'm always curious about these things. But uh, I'm I'm a mouse girl. I still am very old school with my mouse. Um, I will use my laptop's little, you know, finger control thing against my will if I cannot find my mouse or if it's in the other room and I'm too lazy and I'm on the couch. I will do that. But I really, really like my little mouse, and it's, it's not really a little mouse; it's a big mouse. But um, I'm just so used to it, and it gives me precision. Why am I talking about my mouse? I don't know. We're off on a tangent. That happens here. Okay, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, so anyway, kudos to you uh, for cutting up your stuff, because I know it takes guts, literally. And it's kind of like once you jump in, it's you start looking around to think, ooh, what else can I cut out? You know, it'll happen. You've been warned. You've been warned. Um... Okay, everybody wants to know what the journal sold for. I know, it, it, um, um, journal prices like that used to scare the heck out of me too. And actually asking for that amount used to scare the heck out of me too. Um, but I had to keep it in perspective for, um, what, what my time is worth, my energy, my effort, my collecting of the ephemera, assembling, and what the market will stand. And I think that's probably, I know to a lot of people, they're, they're like, oh my God, that's a lot of money for a journal. But remember, um, for, in a strange way, for those of us who do charge a lot for our journals, and I'm only in the middle. I mean, there are people who charge a lot more for their journals, and rightly so. They have some magnificent, unbelievable journals out there. Um, it does set a standard, set a value, set um, that type of thing. Is there some notoriety that goes with it? Probably that comes into play. But I think, you know, there is a lot of, for those of you who actually have made journals and you know how many hours and the effort that it takes. And sometimes it's not just sitting down and assembling the book because a lot of things have been pre-made and there's been hours in the collecting and things like that that are not truly documented in the hours making the journal sometimes, you know, but that's kind of forgotten about time. And it's not just exchanging time for money either. It's, it's, um, it's 
just what it is. It's, it's what will the market bear and that will decide whether or not we go forward and make journals to sell. If you're, you're doing this as a business, um, um, it helps me put the money back into the business to look for even neater and cooler ephemera for me to make in my journals and for me to put in my fundals. I like that. I like to find things that are really cool and unusual and, um, maybe that are, are hard to find or uh, unexpected, something like that. Um, and it also puts food on the table. Who are we kidding here? So, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with it. I remember looking at other junk journal makers who were, um, very popular at the time. And I thought, wow, that seems like a lot of money for a journal. But then I started to look at it from different eyes. And I also heard their versions of why they charge what they charge. And then I started to understand. So yeah, I mean, that's an interesting topic. I know it it makes everybody feel sort of weird and uncomfortable and strange, but that that's, that's my take on it. So there you go. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. Feel free to put it in the comments of wherever they are. And you can put them on YouTube comments as well, or ask questions. I'm open to that. Um, Pam. Okay. This is Janie Anderson. Pam, I do. Oh, she said, do you lie awake in bed thinking of junk journal techniques before falling asleep? Like I do. Yes. I would fold paper in my mind constantly different ways to try and come up with different shapes for pockets and things like that. Um, that's how the quadruple pocket came about in my head. I don't know if you've seen that video, but it was just like folding, 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 and there you go. And then, um, um, different techniques, different tools. I'd play with different tools in my head. That's weird, isn't it? Yes. But I did and do, and I do fall asleep and I wake up thinking about paper. Maybe that's a little odd, but you know what? It keeps me sane. And, um, there are worse things to be thinking about. That's all I can say. Um, so it's not that bad. I mean, it keeps my little mind, um, happy and occupied and it feels creative. And I know when I'm thinking about those things, I'm in the moment, I'm in the now, and I'm not worrying about other things, stressing about other things, that type of thing. I'm constant. Crafting keeps you in the now. Somebody needs to write that down. Okay, okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to write that down. That might show up on a t-shirt. You never know. But um, that keeps you in the now. And really, I think that's where a lot of the healing um, and the therapy and the relaxation uh, comes from. I'm I'm assuming. I'm I'm only speaking for myself here, but that's what I feel. I have to be present in order to create. Now, sometimes when you're mass making... You can get a little factory-like and just be like a little bunny on a, you know, like Lucille Ball in the candy factory just making the things and they come off the end. And uh, then, of course, somebody turns the speed on high and they come out faster and, you know, everything goes every which way. But it can actually be very zen-like and relaxing, too. So you just go into a zone of making things. And I would like to put out there that making things when you're quiet and by yourself 
feels different than making things in front of a camera on video. There's a different creative thread that is pulled on. Both are good, both are valuable, both are valid. Both will illuminate and elucidate different aspects of the creative process. Sometimes when I'm talking with you guys and I'm creating, I'll see things in a different way. I'll hear my own voice explaining something and I'll start to question what I'm saying and I'll start to look at the project a little bit differently to see if that truly makes sense, meaning what is coming out of my mouth does it make sense for what we're actually seeing. Sometimes it doesn't and I have to question what I'm doing and and rework it in my mind to see if I can find a better way or a better thought process. That might not happen if I'm not speaking with you guys. If I'm by myself and I'm quiet, my brain will go in a million different directions. And um, if I'm actively creating, it's going to stay focused on the creation and it will go into places that it will not go if I'm talking with you. And that's a different experience. I I don't know how to explain that other than if you've actually experienced it, maybe maybe you're not making YouTube videos, but maybe you're talking to your sister Sally. She's in the kitchen making lunch while you're crafting and you're having this back and forth conversation. So you're crafting, but half of your brain is talking to Sally and half of your brain is creating and the two sometimes commingle and somehow Sally will actually influence your creation without you even knowing it. Um, like all of a sudden she'll be talking about a red shirt that she bought the other day and next thing you know you're grabbing for a red colored pencil or a red um, distress it you don't know it's very strange how things influence you but I think it's all good and I think it's fun to experience all of it or let's say you're watching TV while you're crafting or you're watching YouTube videos while you're crafting maybe you're watching YouTube videos that have nothing to do with crafting while you're crafting and those can influence you as well sometimes it's just another person's voice or energy or a distraction or a place where your mind goes where you start to grab little pieces of it and you 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 sew it into your imagination and it gets fed through your imaginary sewing machine into the creative project that you're working I don't know it's a fancy way of saying it influenced you somehow and um, I'm just looking right now at a nice Uh, dried bunch of lavender that is sitting across from me. It's probably four feet away and it always makes me feel peaceful to see it. I don't know, there's something about lavender that we've connected with it so much to make us, you know, feel calm and relaxed and that kind of stuff. Now, really what's kind of funny is it's sitting right beside Aileen's Fast Grab Tacky Glue Spray bottle. And it's that also happens to be in a lavender color and I don't know why that is not in its drawer, but it's sitting beside the lavender which is the lavender is also bound up in a lavender tissue a lot of lavender I'm looking at right now I'm feeling very calm I am so I am so gel like jelly not like jealous jelly but I'm like jello jelly you're that kind of jelly now I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich how did this happen I do I'm supposed to eat a salad but somehow I have a funny feeling there's going to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich involved in this salad somehow. It's all your fault. It's totally your fault because if I was not here talking about this, I would just be having that salad. But now, thanks to you, I'm going to be having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sonny? He's looking at me. He's so cute. Is it going to be peanut butter and jelly today or a salad? Both. Both and chicken. Oh, the chicken is so old, Sonny. I don't know. I I think I'm getting bored with the chicken. Oh, I did find, though, at my grocery store, 
I'm such, I'm so lazy when it comes to cooking. Um, they have pre-cooked salmon. Yeah. And it's, it's already done and it's all nicey nice and the skin is off and it's been, um, you know, it's got spices on it, all that kind of stuff. So you just basically plop it on your salad and eat it. So I think I might get that because I'm getting a little tired of chicken. I've been eating chicken for months now. Um, you know, that's life of a crafter. That's, that's why it's in here. Yes. Um, cause as crafters, we have to eat too. You know what I'm saying? It happens. I'm trying to eat healthy. I really am. I'm doing, it wasn't a good week. No, let's just say there were things that were eaten. We shall not mention, but we're, this is a new week and we're trying to be better. It's not a new week. It's the end of the week. We're trying to be better eating healthy, carrying on while we're crafting. Okay. We're going to answer another question. Um, has the journal been sold? Yes, the Gothic journal has been sold. Hello, I was just wondering how Hollywood and the lovebirds are. I haven't heard them recently. They're fine. They're um, probably napping or napping. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else they do. They're doing dandy. Um, oh, who asked that? Sorry, that was um, just me, Valerie. And um, when, okay, Jan Hulse says, whenever I come on here, I end up going shopping. What did I buy today? Decorative? Oh, no, we read. See, though, this is when Pam doesn't heart the questions that she already answered in the previous um, uh, thingamajig podcast. But today, we're good. Um, okay, so there you go, folks. I hope you had fun today. I know I always have fun hanging out with you guys. Thanks very much for spending time here. And I'll see you next time at, or I'll hear you next time, or you'll hear me. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. The Paper Outpost. Pam out. <laughs>